Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in studio for the 7 o'clock hour, as always. Looking forward to that in uh, this hectic week that it's been post Scott Frost firing. Mickey Joseph, hectic. interim head coach. I still say it hasn't been hectic, Jake. Uh, you know, Sunday was pretty hectic, wasn't it? Yeah. Kind and of. Then, then you had a, you know, a new interim head coach press conference on Tuesday. Yeah, that was not hectic. Uh, <laughs> it the, has, the best I, again. The best thing that's happened is that we have forgotten all about the game that Nebraska lost on Saturday, and we've moved on to the rest of the season and what's going to happen after the season. Basically, yeah, it hasn't. Uh, it has not been hectic. It's been very routine for someone who likes his NFL Sundays. Sunday was hectic. Yes, it and was. it was butchered. It was. Yeah, Sunday it was, was botched, butchered, everything by Scott Frost firing, and I'm still a little bit pissed about it. <laughs> but since then, it's I'm I'm telling you, it's strangely like it's become very routine around here. Yeah, I you know. know, we're used to it. Yeah, it's just, a cycle. We're just we're just looking for number six now. <laughs> number six since Osborne Frost is out of the thresher. Um, few few blades hit him on the way out but I'm, I think that'll go away pretty quick you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. a few blades of the thresher got him but Frost is out of the thresher and I kind of you know what I kind of feel good for Frost I mean in a way I do he's out he's you got well, he's 19 done. million dollars yeah and he's no longer in the thresher and th- this place is a thresher I mean come on <laughs> what good it's done to these coaches. Look at it. What, each of the coaches since Osborne. Look what it, Riley, notwithstanding. Um, he was an outsider. Well, so was Callahan, though, I suppose. Yeah, but the Bo thre- had been the, here the, with Frank. The Thresher got Callahan, though. It I mean, did. It did. It, I mean, I, I remember um, a phone call with Bill one time where he was yelling into it, saying, what do these people expect after they lost to Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game? Um, and he thought our uh, one of our newspaper one of our news writers was following him, and I, and I, I said, Bill, there's no way it might be it might be a some circumstance, some it might be a coincidence that that person's following you, but nobody's following you from the Journal Star for any reason. Um, <laughs> the threat he was in the Thresher though, so um, he thought maybe somebody was following. Oh him. well, he started thinking things at that point. <laughs> yeah. Frost is out. I mean, it's, I mean, poof, he's gone. From YouTube, Big Red Base says, Frost has to feel some relief that he's out of the pressure cooker. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, Not, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of mixed emotions he feels, but I bet one of them is that. Yeah, I just wonder again how soon he gets back into it. Does he take a a year year off? Yeah. I, bet he I don't takes think he's a guy that goes into broadcasting. I think he just kind of no. disappears for a year, right? You see him kind of just falling off and, and maybe coming back in a that's year and a half. Interesting. That's an interesting. The 2024 coaching cycle, not next year, but 2024 coaching cycle. 
Yeah. Wait a second. 2024. So not next season. No, I'd say 2023. You think he's back in it next season? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I can I see a good point. I don't know. You're right. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I would. I guess I would have thought 2023. Well, it, I'm. I'm. I guess I'm asking in terms of the, the a head coach role. Does he go back to being a coordinator next year somewhere, and then go back? You know, then then be a head coach. I, I mean, could see him being a head coach at the at the like the group of five level or an offensive coordinator anywhere offensive I, coordinator I would anywhere. think his next spot's probably a coordinator yeah anywhere I mean you're coming off a 16 and 31 tenure you're not exactly a, a hot coach anymore in terms of uh someone that people want to hire over any other coaches so I think ne- I think next year he goes to a coordinator at some level if he does coach um but again yeah I don't I don't I think he's fine right now he's good he's got a lot of money to go away like you said, the rest of the season he doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about. He's done. He's unemployed at this point, but he's making a lot of money to go away. Yeah, TV. You raised something I didn't even I don't think know of. If he's a TV guy. I don't think so. He doesn't like the media in general. No, he doesn't. Nor do I. Um, but, Scott but... Frost does not like the media. Why would he go be part of it for any sort of year? I don't know. There's no way he'd do TV. I wouldn't think so. Um, Jake, I, I mean, that's something that. He might surprise you on that. I would be listen. I'd be stunned. Yeah, I get sh- you know I don't get shocked very often. If we heard something Without that Scott you. Frost was doing TV for like Fox West right. Coast or something, something like that. If you about well, well, Fox West Coast, yeah. If you went into broadcasting versus not working or coaching somewhere, I would frankly sit here stunned. I, I, that's interesting. That's an interesting. I mean, he's very. He is well spoken. I didn't say he wasn't. I yeah. don't think he. He doesn't like the media, right. though. No, you're right. So you're why right. would he go be part of it? Unless he's going to just going to oh, bring media. it down from the inside. Possibly. There's media. No, there's media that are <laughs> part of the media that don't like where it's gone. I mean, believe me, there's plenty of media that are media that aren't thrilled with where this is all gone. Okay, so he could do it. With reservations about that. I'm that sure thing. he would be fine doing it. I just would be stunned if that's the I, I, route he went I mean, I'm down. not going to lie. I would be too, but I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't completely. And, and it's intriguing I'm to going me. to. I'm ruling yeah. it out. Yeah. It's, it's intriguing. Not happening. Isn't it intriguing to you, though? He might be. What if he was really good at it? Well, he might be. Yeah. He's well-spoken. He's well-spoken. And he yeah. thinks quickly. I just, again, I don't think that's the, road, the, the route he goes down. And I would be frankly stunned here in this seat if that is the case. Okay. Now, where do you want to go? With you guys this? can always call our Texas show at 402-464-5685. can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking, as always. Well, you called me last night, and you wanted to kind of discuss something in terms of Nebraska going forward for if Mickey Joseph is not retained as permanent head coach, and Nebraska does go a different direction. It's, again, it's an if. It's yeah. an if. If they go a different direction this offseason, there's a lot of people out there, both nationally and even locally, that feel like Nebraska can't get a big name oh, still. Oh, that's wrong. Right? Do, do people think that? Oh, yeah. That? There's people, oh, the national media says that Nebraska you know, is just not what they used to be. They can't really well, they're get not. a big name. They're not. That's true. They're not what they used to be. But I mean, Wes, I told you that stat. I don't know if you're listening. You were doing something. 63 and 62. In the last 10 years. Yeah, I was listening. That was off the air. He told us that. that Wake, Wake Forest is sixty-two and sixty-three. Wake Forest is sixty-two and sixty-three. Okay, since eight, since two thousand eighteen, Jake, 
you've I think you've said this before, but since 2018, so Nebraska during that period, 16 and 31. Right. Since the start of that season, 18, 2018, five power here here are the five power five conference programs with a worse record than Nebraska. Kansas, ten and thirty-seven. Fandy, mm-hmm. thirteen and thirty-six. Arizona, eleven and thirty-two. Oof. And Rutgers, thirteen and thirty-five. That's, That's five. That's it. Yes. Since two thousand eighteen, there's only five programs. Power five programs with a worse record than Nebraska. Okay. That's it. Duke is better. 20 and 30. David Cutcliffe. They were good for a while. Duke is better. 20 and 30. Oregon State is better. Mm, That one hurts. 18 and 20. (laughs) That one hurts. 18 and 28. Georgia Tech is better. They've been terrible, too. They've been terrible. We make fun of Illinois, but Illinois is better. We're not making fun of Illinois anymore. Colorado's better. All those schools are better. They've been bad, too. And they have been bad. So that's why people are talking, I guess, about that Nebraska can't get somebody. And that, that's – okay, that's Here's fair. I, In that argument, that is fair to say. Oh, that. yeah, it is. It's definitely fair. You can't push back and say, well, wait, 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 wait. no, that is but, fact. But here's what you can sell. Here's what Nebraska can sell. You can sell to a coach, and you can sell it, Jake. Nebraska will have the best athletic training facility in America that's being built right now will be ready in July of 2023. That big structure – right next to Memorial Stadium. Are you aware of it? I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw, I saw Have you it. seen the crane? I walked right by it. Have you uh, seen the crane? For the uh, North Dakota game. I walked right by it. You can sell, if you're in Nebraska, that. And that is not small. That is not small. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to push back, and I'm just ready. That is not a small do, thing. Do you think facilities are what is going to draw a coach here? I think that's one thing. Okay. If, it, well, it, if you were a coach. It can't hurt. If you were a coach. Tell, come on, Jake. You, it's, it's easy for you to do this. Put yourself in the shoes of a coach that you knew that you saw the the renderings of that, and you came here and you saw what's going up right next to your stadium. That wouldn't leave any impression Pretty on you. Pretty cool. I, I I go right to how's our <laughs> how's our nil looking? I'm glad here? you asked. Yeah, Nebraska. That'd be number two, if not number one. Nebraska's nil operation. They have everybody knows about ABM. Now there's a big one in Omaha with a prominent former player led by a a bunch of major donors that is now going to be I think it'll be an addition to ABM Nebraska that in that Omaha that Omaha collective will take on basketball and it is Nebraska's NIL operation is thriving I would say they had they had one they're adding another big one and donors are already there's already prominent donors involved. There'll be more. They're given significant money. You can pay. You can point to all of that if if you're Trev Alberts and say, yeah, we're, we're, we have that part rolling already, and we have the best training facility, locker room, meeting room area in the in the country. Yeah, that's you can do that. And by the way, another thing you can do, you can do this. I don't care. You can pay this coach $12 million because it's much like quarterbacks in the NFL. You gasp when you see the contract, the the next big contract a quarterback signs. You gasp for about a month 
then the, ne- the next quarterback signs a big one. In five years, $11 million, $12 million will be nothing. There's going to be co- co- stupid money in college and, football and right Dabble now. And Dabo just got, what, $11.5 yeah, mil per year? Yeah, that's nothing. For 10 years? That's going to be nothing in five years. He's going to need another extension if he's still at Clemson because the money is ridiculous in college football. They'll, the best coaches will be making $17 million to $20 million. If anybody – nobody's going to – I don't think that many people would complain, but if anybody did, that's all you'd have to say to them. Look, this is this is this seems big right now. It's not going to be big much longer. Does, does that draw some of the great coaches away from the NFL for that kind of money, though? I don't know. Maybe. They're not making that kind of money in the NFL. Well, Zach Taylor's making about $3.5 Right, exactly. You're not making – Seventeen million dollars no, as a coach what, in the NFL. What do you, what do you think? That's gonna talk. I mean, that's gonna talk a lot. If 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 the yeah, money like you can't push back on. It. I know you want to, but you can't. Well, here's the deal. The, there's no doubt that the NFL is a is is a premier job compared to college football in terms of prestige. It's oh, there's yeah, thirty two recruit either. Right. There's thirty two jobs in the National Football League. There's a, there's a lot of jobs in college football, but. If the money is getting to that point where it's just going to go up and up and up, and NFL is not going to go up and up and up for head coaches. Now, those guys still make good money, but it, but it is not the money that college coaches make. Because you see somebody taking the lead, or several coaches saying, you know what, I love coaching in the NFL, but I like money more. I don't know. I don't know how I'm many. I'm going to college. It's, 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 a, it's a case-by-case sure. discussion. Not everybody's going to do right. that. Yeah. It's but someone like Matt by... Rule, for example, Carolina, would, would, he, would he want his next job to be in the NFL or would it be in college? Where he can make $10 million a year somewhere. Well, I mean, again, that's what I mean. It's case by case. In Nebraska's case, I don't care what you say. I don't. It's strengthened by the athletic facility. You can't. It's not. I get it. I get, I get what you're saying because I, I agree with you in a sense that that's not why players are going to places for the facilities right now. Now it's NIL. But it doesn't hurt you at all. And it probably could help you um, in a lot of ways. It can help you. We're not talking about drawing a player right now. We're not talking about drawing a coach. That's right. Coach. Head right. coach. And that, and that is not going to hurt. So for people that suggest that there's a, there's a lot of high-profile coaches out there that won't look at Nebraska, I disagree. I, dis, I just disagree. I don't I – don't, I get it. We went through the records. It's bad. Do you do – you, so, Dabo gets eleven and a half mil. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at that number. That's that's the most recent number we have seen for a head coach getting paid. Right, that's the most recent extension in college football. Could you see Nebraska going to that number or beyond? I don't. Only if they have to. I mean, if it's and, Urban well, Meyer, they'd probably have to. Yeah, if it's Urban Meyer, yes. Like what? Hypothetically, once you have to give Urban Meyer twelve million dollars, hypo- yeah. Hypothetically, if, if Matt Campbell were the guy, what kind of think, number is he looking? at? I don't think you're looking. You know, I don't think you got to go to. I don't think you have to go to ten million dollars with Matt Campbell. That's an example of one. I don't know. I mean, it depends. Now, now that conversation depends on who else is coming after it. Well, it also depends on where you're at in your hunt. Are you getting desperate at, at that point <laughs> yeah. where you, you need the number has to go up to get somebody? Yeah, I don't know the numbers attached to each guy. I mean, listen, um, if, you're, if you're going after Urban Meyer, that's a 10 to 12 to, I don't know, maybe north of 12. That's a 12 million proposition. Guess what? But who else is? I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. For I Urban. know you are. You should be. 
You take, should be yeah. you should be because of what I said. Because twelve million in five years isn't that that's not gonna be the that's gonna be the low end for the top end coaches. The money is ridiculous in college football. Okay? The top coaches in five years are gonna be making more than twelve million dollars, Jake. Well, and I think if I'm Nebraska too. In this in this instance, you know, let, let's say in that hypothetical, Nebraska does give Urban Meyer twelve million dollars a year. I mean, yeah. You you're asking for the coach that is is the most on the market, the the most proven person that there is mm-hmm. to potentially get you over the hump as soon as possible. Here's the deal with Urban Meyer too. It's not. I don't regard it as pie in the sky, and you can find probably fifty percent of the fan base is just fine with Urban Meyer. Now it's polarizing. It is. You're going to find some that aren't. But that's ridic- I think it's ridiculous almost to look at his character. I've raised it, but uh, I'll keep pushing Urban Meyer in this show. I'll, I'll be the guy that's pushing that. I'll be his. his, his I've guy. talked to some coaches that, that have said, "Come on, get off that character." I mean, his character is taking a hit. But if you if you went through college football and college basketball and and removed all the coaches that have character issues of some oh, sort, boy. you probably wouldn't be able to field yeah, some of the teams. College basketball is a bunch of crooks there. Well, easy. I'm not calling them crooks. I'm just saying yeah, that I'll people aren't that. perfect. I'll, there's some, there's some, uh, I'm there's not some saying shady that. figures I'm, in college I'm basketball. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I said it then. Okay. About, I'm not I, saying me. that. That's me then. I'll say that. I'm just saying that not everybody's perfect. Um, if, uh, before we get to Chris on the phones, this is from Doc, D-O-C-K, Doc. Okay. Who's been texting a lot this morning? Okay, good. Here's his most recent one regarding facilities and money. Okay, Ole Miss just announced a new two hundred million dollar facility that will be better than Nebraska's. Then another school announced one that's better than Ole Miss sometime soon. Okay, well, facilities are overplayed when you're talking about new uh, the Power Two conferences. Nebraska needs to pay someone worth the money. No, no more overpaying coaches with no sustained proven track record of winning like the last two oh, I, I don't I don't disagree with Doc on that but if there is a coach with a sustained proven track record pay him what he's worth and don't and, look and back. Doc that guy is Urban Meyer <laughs> okay um, <laughs> we know how you feel about Urban Meyer um, Chris it's gonna call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln hotline 464 5685 Chris you are on early break go ahead hey good morning Steve Jake okay Chris What's on your mind? Well, boy, isn't all this speculation something? Yeah, you know, something. we couldn't wait till the season started. We we're speculating right. all off season what kind of team we we're going to have with all the the transfers and everything. And 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 now, three games in, look what we're speculating about. Yeah, three games in, they just it's got incredible. beat by a school that sounds like a railroad, Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve. Well, first of all, you guys, I, I've been home a couple of days and and uh, with dental appointments, unfortunately. Oh, gosh, but uh, uh, I was I was watching some of while I was staying out of my wife's way yesterday. I was watching some of the uh, Jim Rome show. Who, for some reason, this guy. Kind of, kind of rubs me the wrong way, but oh, wow. you know, and he was showing a clip. I think it was from the Big Ten Network of Urban Meyer being interviewed about Nebraska, yeah. and he says, and Jim Rome goes, "Now watch how he's baiting." He, he, 
he he calls him Pervin. You know, I I I take it these two guys don't break bread together very often because <laughs> I'm telling you, Jim Rome is nasty to to Urban Meyer. So, but anyway, Urban hmm. Meyer, they put the clip on, and, and I didn't see this on the Big Ten Network, and I don't know who he's talking to, but he just lavished praise on the Nebraska program, especially the Nebraska fan base, you know, and, and everything. And, and uh, he goes, and Jim Rome, they went back to Jim uh, to Rome there, just to ask, he goes, he goes, don't be tempted, Nebraska fans. Don't be tempted. But so so I I I don't I don't know what's going on there between those two. But now, Steve, on the on the character issue, I will say this. I did see another little podcast of Michael Severe, and boy, I tell you what, he brought up some pretty damning stuff about Scott Frost and what was going on over there in the athletic department and and I'm, I'm, I know you guys have probably seen that, but you know some of that stuff we were showing it at, uh, around the family last night, and uh, it really shocked some people to hear that stuff. But anyway, guys, uh, I, I was talking about coaches. I, mm-hmm. I saw an interview they, they asked during a press conference, the, and, I, and I don't know who this person is, the Coastal Carolina coach. Jake, you know who that Jamie is? Jamie Chadwell. Okay, they talk to him. You know, none of these guys are really saying, no, absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not interested. You know, I, I think the, the way it sounds down at Kansas, Kansas State, Coastal Carolina, uh, even Leonard up at Wisconsin, they're all willing to listen. But uh, I tell you, the, the, uh, even I told you guys at the shop, the vote up there is, is Urban Meyer because we need something done right away. And uh, around the family table here, it seems to be that way, too. You know, mm-hmm. now, guys, hey, another thing on, on Steve, the, the 10-year record, Jake. The, it, it, now, that's shocking. Yeah. And is this program the same? Uh, no, it, it, it surely isn't. But I got another statistic for you that's a little rather shocking. You guys probably is shocking, maybe even a little more than that 10-year record. Okay. In, in 1972, Bob Devaney's last year, of course, they started out the season, Jake, number one. They lost to UCLA and an actor named Mark Harmon, although Mark Harmon's dad, Tom Harmon, was a ex-Heisman Trophy winner. Oh. But anyway, guys, after that game, they played Army and clobbered Army and beat them 77-7. Then they played Four teams in a row, Minnesota, Missouri, at Kansas, and Oklahoma State. They beat those four teams 49 to 0, okay. 62 to 0, okay. 56 to 0, and 34 to nothing. Okay. Four shutouts in a row. Now, guys, I did a little research for everybody. Since 1999, in the 2000s, the, the, this millennium, we have had four shutouts, period. Uh, Nebraska had more in a four-game period that one year than we have had in in 23 years of football, and our last one was in 2009 against Arizona, I believe, in the Holiday Bowl. Correct. But there, there's a little stat for you guys. But hey, listen, this coaching thing, 
I tell you, it's a lot of fun. It, it is. I, I, it's always I love fun, it. I'm sure curious to see who we're going to get. But, guys, hey, uh, greetings from the Baldwin shop, and I, I'm going to hang up and listen, guys. Greetings. Thanks, Greetings to you. I heard something about climbing yesterday that will ooh, ooh, come on. pour cold water on well, your... Well, just pour it. Here's try, the thing. Just about, try to pour it. Climbing doesn't like to do a lot of personal appearances, appearances. He just wants to coach football. What's he wrong with that? Well, that's not Nebraska. I, I, I'd hey, almost... You, coach, you win games? That's uh, fine. You can disappear uh, into the uh, abyss uh, all no, you can't. No, you can't. Hey, <laughs> no, it, you can't. I'm the one making this decision right now. <laughs> you can't. I would... Based on what I heard about climbing and how he operates at Kansas State, I'd rule him out. He doesn't want to. He can't coach at a place that that has this many public demands. And there's, yeah, he just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to deal with all that. Uh, so I would rule him out, hmm. which is fine. I'm not ruling Urban Meyer out. I, uh, I, I, I am not ruling Chris Klein. That's fine. Out. Well, you don't you don't know very much. That's why. That's fine. I, <laughs> I don't. Know. I'm not Trev Alberts. Neither are you. I am not ruling out Urban Meyer. I am. I will not do it. I. I think you can get him. It's about Urban Meyer. Does he want it? Yeah. Well, open up the checkbook. You can get him if the checkbook. The checkbook is, is if the checkbook's what he wants, then do it. He's not going to demand an exorbitant amount of money. I don't think he's in position to d- demand a crazy amount of money. Right. Right. Yeah. No, Jake. <laughs> but it might be a good thing for Nebraska, then, right? Right. He's got to repair your image here, yeah. Urban. Come on, come to come to good wholesome Nebraska. Repair your image, and let's just end your career. Okay, we got to get some callers. Yeah, we want to get to Brian? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Brian is up next on early break. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, guys. Um, Brian. I have a few questions, I think. Uh, You think? Okay, let's do it. How how is Nebraska going to separate themselves from other schools (laughs) to hire the coach? Because all these coaches, they're going to have other offers. and then I don't know. Did you guys hear about Michael Severe's comments? We we yeah we did. Chris just referred to those last segment or the last call. We did hear his comments. Yes. Oh, I'll have to rewind the tape and see what you guys said about it. Um, and then I was wondering how long it's going to be until Matt Davidson gets let go. I'll let you guys go. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dave, thank you. Yeah, Davidson. I don't think there's any. I, I think Davison's safe. I mean, I don't know exactly. I don't know if he could be in his current role going forward, but he'll be calling the game on the Husker Network. Broadcast. Yes. Yes. Um, he's an incredible fundraiser. I mean, Matt, Matt Davison raised $80 million for that training facility that I'm talking about. I don't know how many people could do that. $80 million. Is what he raised. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm so, not bringing that much in for the ticket. Just like, you know, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, all the, yeah, that, that uh, so I don't know. I think you find a place for that. Let's see what Corey. Well, hang on. Should we get more, a couple more texts here? Yeah, go ahead. And then Corey, hang Corey, on. Corey, hold on. Greg, hang on. Greg in Myrtle Beach, who's always tied into everything. Yeah, our good friend Greg says mm-hmm. Urban Meyer is very interested in the Nebraska job and is letting it be very well known via back channels. Okay, now that's that's, that's per Greg. In, in Myrtle Beach. In Myrtle Beach. Our Greg. I I mean, it wouldn't... <laughs> we do this too often. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. You? No. Okay. Okay. I, listen, I, if, Urban Meyer, if I thought Urban Meyer was a complete pipe dream, I wouldn't bring him up. Like, I've thought this whole time it's possible. 
Like, right. honestly. I, I'm, we're on agreement. Do I, do I bring up Nick Saban? No, because that's no. stupid. <laughs> do I bring up Dabo Swinney? No, that's stupid. Okay, who else? Urban Meyer is unemployed as a head coach. He's a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. He's available. Mm-hmm. And as a texture says here, hang on, Corey. This is from Dexter, unnamed. This is how I believe it. And maybe you can think all you want. Texture says, Urban Meyer is looking for an opportunity to wash his image of the failure that was in Jacksonville. Turning around a blue blood program, struggling for the past decade would go a long ways. It isn't all about money for Urban. Right. And you know what else? The bar's low. There's, the pressure's not off, but there's not a lot of pressure. You think Urban's scared of not making a bowl game in no. Lincoln? He no. he knows no. he make it the first year he's That's here. That's what I'm talking about. Like, well, I yeah, maybe this. I always go with second year, but um, no, no. Urban would make it the first year. I'm going here. with second. Um, but anyway, I get what you're He'd saying. He'd make it the first year. Yeah, I get what you're saying because he'd get a huge recruiting class to come in for him. But you don't think Urban would appreciate that me- mega structure going up next to Memorial Stadium? I think hell he would. Yeah, sure, yes, he would, he would yeah. appreciate that. He it, it shows commitment, right? Um, Doc, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. It's that is a significant factor, and any coach would look at that and say, "Okay, this is where this is where we're going to be every day. This is where our operations are, right?" And this is the these are the renderings. Okay, maybe Ole Miss is going to have a better one. Big deal. Okay, so you might have four better ones. All right, you're in the top five. That's good. That's good. I doubt there'll be four better ones. All right, maybe Ole Miss will have a better one, Doc. All right, okay, good, good attempt at pouring cold water on it. Actually, bad attempt at, pour, at pouring cold water on it. Bad attempt, Doc. Good, good try though. Um, I that is significant. What that that building going up next to Memorial Stadium? Significant. I'm not saying it's the factor that will draw recruits here because money, money's money trumps all. But it definitely shows commitment. And for coaches, they're going to look at that and go, okay, that's where we're operating every single day. That's that's a pretty good deal. Let's get a call from Corey. Corey, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, so Chris was half right about uh, <laughs> Rome calling Urban Meyer Pervin. He actually calls him Pervin Liar. Oh, Pervin <laughs> Liar. <laughs> well, you Jim know, Rome can do what he wants. I was I – was, uh, I was cool with the idea of Urban. We've all had Urban on the brain since Dan Patrick brought him up, you know, in week zero. And uh, we've thought about the possibility of Urban coming. I don't I don't really like the guy. I haven't liked him for a long time. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was cool with him coming. I still am. But I don't know how anyone could have listened to Trump's presser on Sunday Mm-hmm. And not taking Urban off the board right off the bat. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm with you, Sip. I'm not getting like all um, high and mighty. I'm not, you know, standing on Mount Pius saying no. I refuse to bring in Urban. But I don't know how you could listen to what Trev said and think he's still on the board. Yeah, I get no. You got Trev, a point. Yeah. Trev dwelt on, you know, this guy has to share our values. This guy has to have character. That's the type of guy we're going to hire. He really seemed to to make that a sticking point. I don't know how you can do that and then go on and hire Urban Meyer. I mean, you're going to you're going to look like an idiot if you do that. Hmm. In my opinion. Hmm. Same goes with Hugh Freeze. Like you just can't hire those two guys if you're really hammering home the point that this guy needs to share our values. This guy has to have high level of character. I mean, say what you want about Urban Meyer again, I'm fine with it, but like that's not Urban Meyer. 
that's not Urban Meyer in 2022. Maybe Urban Meyer in 2015 could get away with that. Not anymore. Um, okay. You know, for me, for me, the guys that I like the most are Aranda, uh, Gundy, who you don't get heard spoken about a lot, and Whittingham. Now, the problem with Whittingham and Gundy, you know, Whittingham's 62. I think Gundy's 60. Mm-hmm. I don't know about, you know. Aranda's young. Coming in and, what's that? Aranda's pretty young. Yeah, Aranda's young. Aranda's a young guy. Aranda kind of falls into that category, though, of where, you know, like the Matt Campbells, the uh, – Chris Clymans, Lance Leipold, where they don't have sustained power five success, not at a high level. You know, K-State yeah, K- is, the, the version of K-State under Clyman has been good. Yep, They haven't competed for Big 12 titles. Fair. Matt Campbell had one good year, at one, like, really good year. Mm-hmm. The rest has been, you know, pretty good. That's not sustained success. Same, same goes for Aranda, but Aranda's been, man, he's been firing out of the gates hot since he got there. I love, I love his his entire outlook, the way they play. So he's, he's, he's probably number one for me. And I do okay. think Aranda would be kind of a Mel Tucker situation in terms of, you know, Michigan State had to throw 10 million in Mel Tucker. I think you would take a high dollar amount to get Aranda in here. Um, but, you know, the, the fact, Skip, you, Skip, you've mentioned it, the fact that the Big 12 is on shaky ground does help with a guy like Aranda mm-hmm. or, or even Mike Gundy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I guess one other thing I'd say, Sip, is I know you've been high on Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I know this wa- uh, Robin Wash it was too on the uh, Husker Online or Husker Online show. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Bill O'Brien just doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. I get the argument for him, but uh, you know, I just didn't like the guy in, in Houston. He had a good run at first. Yeah, he did. He left the place in shambles. Uh, didn't seem to be very popular in that building, and I know a lot of the players didn't like him. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a big fan of the guy. He doesn't really move the needle for me. I heard Robin Washit refer to him as a splash hire. I don't care what you think about the guy, whether he'd be a good hire or not. He is not a splash hire. Um, so, anyway, that's, that's all I got on this entire okay. insane cool. situation, guys. It should be fun. All right. Thanks. Yes. Thank you, fun Corey. Correct. Thanks, Corey. Uh, Aranda. Corey, uh, I like the Aranda idea. Here's why, Jake. If you look into Aranda, you will find that the way he's winning is through the trenches, both sides, Ooh. both sides. Yes, that's what he's he, he that's a large part of his emphasis. We're going to be strong up front on both sides, and they're powerful up front. Well, that's attractive. That is. That's what I. I that's why it's number one. You got to yep. have a guy yep. that can build the trenches on both sides. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. Maybe you need to start looking into Aranda a little bit. I'd like more. Dave Aranda. I would. I would be happy with Dave Aranda. Yeah, I'm just saying you need to look into him a little bit more to build your okay. to build well, your argument. Listen, I'd have no problem with Dave Aranda. Urban Meyer's number one. More next in early break in the ticket.